Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Caffeine Before Bed. Thank you for your patience with us as we were on hiatus for the Christmas uh, time there. And this week, we have another guest uh, that's new to the show, my father, Eric Lecce. Dad, say hi. Hello. Thank you for being with us this week. If uh, Why don't you give the, the listeners a little background about yourself, a little introduction of sorts. Little intro. I will sum up my entire life in two minutes. Um, born in Germany, dad worked for the U.S. government over there. Grew up in Northern Virginia, outside Washington D.C. Went to college in Texas. Met my wife there. Uh, lived in Los Angeles for eight years. Worked in TV. Moved up to Washington State. Um, had four boys, and. That's the sum total of my 50 years. Well, so that's that's kind of the, the cool bit of it, is you've been all over the world, you've seen a lot of things, traveled a bit, but then you've decided to leave behind the life of L.A. And and uh, for those of you keeping track at home, he was not a, a little lad, although he started that way uh, in the TV production business, but he worked his way up there. And so he left all of that behind to start a family up in pretty little Washington. So we've, uh, he and I have talked a bit uh, recently about this idea of family and community that's, that's largely been lost in the modern day. That it's not everyone is expected to grow up. You provide for your kids for 18 years. You kick them out. You may or may not provide for their college education as the needs of the family are. They go off to college, they get a job, and then they get their own rent and whatever and they start a family with or without a wife depending on how things go but i think how the wet that's the way the west does it but then we have some people that will uh, have a family and they all live together and then there's that sense of family unity that that is much more cohesive than the split family and part of that is just the the nature of masculinity and fatherlessness that's going in on in the west but uh, we had this idea of kind of the Lechewald, which is a German word. That can you explain that a little bit? Because I'm not as familiar with that as you are. Well, it it Wald is just a German word that means forest or um, you know, or mountain. It can mean any sort of um, you know, wild area like that. But and so that gets appended to a bunch of different words to make you know forest. And as we were thinking about you know in because the the Lecce background is German, you know what would be a word that would kind of um, give the idea of you know a fortress or an area or a um, you know a compound for family and things like that. Um, and it, but I do just want to add one other thing to what you said in that intro, Jackson, which is I think the other thing that happens a lot in the U.S. and in families, and part of it's just because of, you know, the country's so big and there's a lot of opportunities around, is that a lot of kids move away, and they go away to college, and they might go, you know, 2,500 miles away, and then they meet someone there who may be from there, and they end up making a life that's away from family, where, and I, again, I think part of it's because our country's so big, and I think in other parts of the world where distances aren't as large and, you know, uh, both language groups are more contained and, um, 
and just distances people don't travel as far from home i think it is different so so yeah we were talking about well what would be what would be a way that we could talk about or express that more uh historical classical european way of thinking about family and sense of place and being and so we came up with the the lecce vald and and I I quite like it as well. And so then the concept, for our family at least, would be something along the lines of buying a larger piece of land, or maybe a moderately sized piece of land, in the area we now live in, and then creating kind of a family compound of sorts. We build we build houses. So I have three younger brothers. We're a family of six. And so, you know, as as people grow up and start families, they build houses on this piece of land. And there there would be, in an ideal world, of course, there would be a a workshop that all the different families could work on stuff because we we like cars and so it'd be fun to work on projects in there. But then also have this big uh, hall, like grand hall, where we could have big meals with family and and big friend things. And so in this compound of sorts, I mean, it would be called the Lecce Vault, but you have you have all the family together. You have and it's this sense of familial community that is just so lost modern days. And part of it, right, you mentioned distance, and that's what you did. I mean, you went from Virginia down to Texas, you met someone that was from Texas, and then you guys moved to LA. That's right. That's the story of why we're up here. Well, yep. partly. <laughs> and so and so that makes sense. And then part of it, I think, too, is I was born and raised in this area, right? And so I have and I'm also a very nostalgic person in general, so I like the idea of staying here and staying with family. But then you also have the sense of individualism where you have your own space and your own way to run your family. But then there's also that familial connection that I also think is a necessity for Christians. So there's this, like, we are the family of Christ. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. But then at the same time, there needs to be a picture of that, an archetype of that, which is the actual nuclear family. And so having that being a strong, connected society like that, it would be you know, it would be a, a beacon and a fortress. And I think it, it would also be a great time. Yeah. And, so, and, and so the big thing for me and the reason it's really interesting and appealing is the multi-generational aspect to it. So, you know, obviously, um, you know, Julie and I, you know, we have our four boys, then, you know, you have wives, kids, and then if you're all together, then it's, um, it's influence from, you know, you could be your kids could be influenced from some of your siblings. So Andrew Benjamin or Zachary, your brothers, could influence your kids, right? They have different interests, different skills, and maybe one of your kids would be interested in that, and they could do that. But then also having um, your parents, your kids' grandparents, uh, also involved and caring for the kids, um, you know, in any number of ways. Uh, you know, you guys need to go do something, want to go do something. Well, the grandparents are there to watch. And and all that influence, the multi-generational influence on kids um, is key and helping care for that. And then it goes the opposite direction too, which is the other problem, problem the other challenge with um, the, you know, as long as people live these days and all the advances in healthcare are amazing and all the technology that keeps people alive um, is wonderful, but then there's a lot of care that needs to happen later in life. And and a lot of that is challenging care, which means then a lot of 
um, you know, older parents get, um, you know, they need to go into an assisted living home or someplace where there is uh, care. And so in a family environment, multi-generational family environment, the goal would be there, you know, the, the elderly parents, you know, in another 50 years when I'm 100. And I'm oh, yes, starting, of course. It's, it's starting, a ways out. We don't have to worry about that to quite get yet. Toward, yeah. toward elderly at that point. Yep, um, yep. You know, it would be, okay, so if I need help or if I need care, well, then there's a lot of extended family. And not just my kids, but grandkids and whatever. And so you the care goes both ways. Grandparents caring for grandkids, kids caring for parents, grandkids caring for grandparents, all of this. And it this really is a that multi-generational aspect is is super intriguing for me because then you don't have well the kids go to daycare because there's no one to care for them because parents have to work and we you know we can't care for our parents as they get older because you know that's you know we have to put them in a home because that's too time consuming and and when the family takes that on again it's all these things that both the family and the church have abdicated over time and this is just a small way to take some of that back and say no the you know the god established the family and there's a lot of benefits to being in family and family was never you look back through bible family's never just you know husband wife and kids right there's always what well, sorry not always often generations together and and so you know i think there's a lot of a lot of benefits to that and in our modern culture and with distances and with individualism all those things it just it doesn't happen but i think I think recapturing some of that could be really could be really cool. I agree, and I think part of it for me is certainly the multi-generational. Wow, that was easy for me to say. <laughs> um, like vertical, where it's kids and grandparents and and grandkids. I think part of it for me too is intergenerational. So I grew up on the West Coast, right? And my cousins and grandparents. Granted, I have too many grandparents, um, but you know, live in either Ohio, high Dallas, or uh, down in Texas. So there's this split where you never see your cousins. I never see right. your your sister or mom's, I mean, Kevin lives here now, but yep. right. There's this sense of family, not only vertically, but also horizontally where cousins, cousins were never really a part of my life. And I have a lot of them. But they're always so far away, and the families are are just largely inaccessible, right. especially for families of the size that ours are, because you know we have a whole lot of cousins all in one family in Ohio, and then same in Texas, and then we're also not exactly cheap for airfare. And so then there's that sense of all of the kids being able to play with one another yep. and having and not having to go through and get. Uh, first of all, public school, which is a travesty, uh, being indoctrinated and all that, but then also having these kids who are like-minded and yep. raised by people that I respect and hopefully have similar ideologies. I mean, we're all getting raised in the same household, so I hope that we all turn out well. I'm the only one that's turned out, so hopefully I did all right. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that the that having you know, not only the kids having cousins, but then me and my brothers having our siblings around as well. And then the grandkids all having each other. Cause we have our pastor at our church has, has had that all of his kids 
live nearby and within what six years he already has way too many grandkids but that's that's the life right you i want to and i I think that as the way our family has come together and all of the splits that have happened farther up the chain you and mom are for us at least the founding members of this Mm this generational branch in a sense because we have the family out east and down south that are certainly parts of the family and we're not going to leave them over that but just because there wasn't that same level of connection this for us this is you are you and mom are the start of the family then there's this branch that goes out from you and so then seeing you guys as the start and then where then where the next tier down and it goes on from there having that central you know, sense of family and and location, obviously, because location brings people together. But I think having even more so than living in the same city, I think it's there's something special to that. Yeah. Now there are challenges to that model too, right? So, you know, families would have to be on the same page about raising kids, and so you know, as the four of you boys get married to potentially very diverse um, set of ladies and, you know, having everyone that would be aligned around the same mindset or way of thinking, you know, be a challenge, Um, you know, finding, finding a space and, you know, a piece of property and being able to build and do things like that. You know, you, you know, that's something that would probably take a bunch of years and, and doing that. So, you know, and there's there's other you know potential challenges in doing that too, which is which which isn't to say it's not worth doing. It's just it's not just a, oh yeah, we can go do this next week sort of thing either. Yeah, that's true, and that's true with a lot of a lot of things. Good things. This is one of the things that I actually do like to say is good things take time, and if it's if it's a good thing and it's going to happen quickly, chances are it's it's not actually a good thing, <laughs> because if you look at anything that's worth doing or worth having extraordinarily rarely does it happen or do you get it or get access to it quickly money uh people's like strong relationships rarely happen overnight there are always exceptions to these rules but extraordinarily rarely do you find a good trusted person and they become a good strong long-lasting trusted friend immediately it all like things take time to build and the things that are valuable take time to build because you can make a house out of out of like a small house that fits on a table out of popsicle sticks but it's not a strong structurally integral or you know something that's actually worth anything if you're going to build something it's going to take time money resources and effort and so having something that's this valuable on so many different levels is going to take a lot of things and it'll take sacrifices from everyone. Obviously, yep. buying a property, building houses for everyone is not going to be cheap. There's going to be sacrifices in desires because maybe some, you know, one of the wives says, you know, I'd love to live in, you know, anywhere from South Carolina to, you know, Scotland. It could be sure. anywhere. And then you're like, well, I'd rather stay in you know, Stohomish. And so then there's that, there's that as well. And so I agree. I think that it's, there are certainly flaws. Everything will have flaws or challenges to, to overcome, yep. but being so worth it, I am on board. 
And so hopefully I find a wife that is also on board and then the boys do as well. But granted, right. we're also, you know, I'm 20 years old. I am still at the the starting end of all of this. So there is there is time to figure it out and time for you to make more money so that it's, it can actually happen. Perfect. Yeah. No, I just, you know, as as folks that have traveled um, to, I mean, the one that pops in my head first is Italy, right? You have these these big extended Italian families. They spend hours around table eating together um, and, you know, just in, enjoying family and then having other people around the table and things like that. And that just, that is a, I, even uh, Jackson, when you and I traveled to Italy, just the, that sort of culture, which isn't a, you know, a on the go 24-7, you go everywhere in your car sort of culture um, was actually really refreshing. And then, uh, you know, having a lot of things local, local, um, local markets or produce or and then local restaurants and things like that. And so, you know, you can't you definitely can't replicate all of that overnight. And especially in our country where again distances and towns are spread out but like can we replicate a little of that in the family where they're you know maybe you do grow some of your stuff and maybe you um you know do have a shared meal you know you know you gather around table as the whole family you know once a week um saturday night sort of thing and and it is just a long slow thing and and prioritizing that and you know that it, it then it gets back to discussion like where are our priorities as families and as we raise kids you know there's there's a there's a lot of good things out there sports and music and all sorts of other activities and um but as you know as as there have been a lot of um articles and papers on you know just the over scheduling of kids and families and what does that do that makes makes kids that are um, they're overscheduled, and so they're unhappy. They're not grounded. They don't see their parents. They don't, you know, they're shuttled from one place to the other by, you know, nannies or whatever else. And I think, you know, we fall into that a little bit too. Uh, so how can we start changing that? And maybe just taking a breath and slowing down and saying, hey, we can, um, you know, change things for our family. And it doesn't have to look, you know, this, it doesn't have to look like what the, world says you know successful kids have to look like which is well they do three sports they play six instruments and you know all those sorts of things it can be hey no they're actually well adjusted and can have conversation (laughs) you know all these other things that that actually are going to serve them long term and they're not going to get bitter at their parents for making them you know play the play the lute well, I haven't had to play the lute, so for that I'm thankful. Yeah, see. But yeah, exactly. This that's how to how you get to the heart of your children is you don't make them play <laughs> the lute or the piano for more than ten years, which I also mm. am thankful for. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Andrew's good at it, but I am also glad that I ended when I did. But yeah. I also think that kind of going to the whole familial generation thing, it's you are creating an army, right? And so there's always going to be different talents and skills and all. But when you have that many people that are all related to it, to one another, I think it'll it really strengthens the sense of 
familial power because that's something that you don't see that you see in some media especially when it's done really well families really sticking up for each other brothers sticking up for one another brothers sticking up for sisters you know mm -hmm. all these different things but when fa family is in a in a christian sense and even even in you know in a in a strong family your family is the only people that will love you unconditionally Mm -hmm. And so having being around those people all the time where they they love you because you're one of them is powerful. And they, when you get more of them, then there's then I think there is an element of power to that. And you can create strong people because of that, because they know that there is this support network that's around them more than just your parents. You also have sure. uncles and aunts that are cousins that'll and along with your parents and siblings that will come to to your aid, so to speak, if you need it. Yeah, totally. And, and we're the, called to raise an army for the Lord. Yeah, so yeah. I, I do think there's a lot of benefits. And you know, it would it is I think taking, you know, the hardest part for us or a lot of families is just taking that first step. Like, okay, so oh, yeah. what do you do first? How do you how do you start something like this? Well, I have to get married. Well, it could be we need to <laughs> you need to buy a piece of property. Like, but does that mean then we sell our house here? You know, do we you know, do we take that and invest it in just a piece of property and you know, because we do still have a young one here too. And so, you know, it's those are all the the obstacles that immediately get thrown up that I think often you know could put people off from starting something like that. Well, I agree, and uh, it's funny how Newton's laws you can look at them and how they factor into more <laughs> than just physics, because an object at rest will stay at rest until acted upon by an outside force, and so mm -hmm. or or objects in motion or not in motion tend to stay that way unless acted upon. So same thing, like we're not there, we're not moving in that direction, and so getting it moving in that direction is always the hardest part because it's it's not a gamble. But it is certainly a leap of faith. And so getting out yeah. there in that direction is for <laughs> takes a, takes a lot of faith and prayer. But yeah, it would be a big step. And it would be I think it would require similar mindedness throughout at least the immediate family. I mean, I can't speak for wives because no one has those yet except for you, you lucky little bugger. But <laughs> uh I think that if there's the dedication to that starting out within the family, that's what really matters because then as we're going out and hopefully in, in proper time pursuing women to be our wives and then, and then hopefully we get one, then in that process, that's part of the deal, right? Is if you're going to marry me and have a family with me, then this is, this is my vision for family, right? It's it's you become part of the Legivald. Yeah, no, that's true. It the, you know, what you can't do though in that sense either is make that like a condition of any, you know, potential relationship. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, and that's then, the other thing too is you know you're never sure what God's going to do, right? So you can't say this is the way it's going to be. You can say right. Well, this is this is a. A view I have and something that I'd like to do, but it's, yeah, this, you can't this say is, this is yeah. the way it's going to be. No, you can. Yeah, this is my vision for family and how I want to care for my parents and how you know that sort of thing. Um, but 
yeah, you, you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to say, hey, this is the vision, and you know, it's a are you in or you of, out? Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be not a not a great way to go about that. But, well, yeah, you also don't lead with that, <laughs> right? There, are, there are better ways to start that conversation. Yeah, no, true, but yeah, it. I mean, and then and then you you actually let off with some of the. You know the fun aspects. Yeah, if there's shared interests, like, hey, there's a shop. You know, whether it's like a woodworking shop or work on cars or whatever. You know, you could have that shared amongst the family too. And you know, uh, oh, a playground for all the kids, and you know, things like that. And so there, there's a lot of other fun stuff that comes with that too. Um, even if it's, you know, even if you know everyone goes and and pursues a a vocation. Um, during the day, you know, you could come back and, and, you know, that we have also had the discussions like how, you know, how close, you know, would you, you know, how small a piece of property would you want this to be? Would it be, you know, hey, it's, it's basically one big house with wings for the families, or is it, hey, it's a 20 acre piece of property and everyone kind of has a house on five acres and that sort of thing, you know, and so there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun you know dreaming to do as part of that too how it could look and and what it would be and and that's always the fun part right it's so much fun to dream i've dreamed about so many things that have never come to pass because i was young and they were unrealistic but the cool <laughs> thing about this one is it's it's possible it's it's realistic it it does take planning and time and effort and resources but it's not too off the rails like and I think that's what's what's cool about it is there's so many dreams you have, like like what you got mom for Christmas, entering to win an Italian villa, right? So that's such a it's it would be such a cool dream to have, right? It's not the most realistic one. I mean, it's still a lottery of sorts, but it's it's kinda out there. But then you have something like this where it's you know, it's a lot harder to do, but it is it's a lot more realistic to do. And I think that also another element of family sharing when you're all together like this, uh, I heard a story of uh, a, a Muslim family that had, there was nine brothers and they all lived in a huge house together. All the families did. And so the guys would all go out and work. Nothing fancy. It wasn't, they weren't all high powered executives or anything, but they will all go out and work their jobs during the day and the wives would would take care of the house and the kids while they were gone, and but they would all have like people would ask them, "Why do you guys have a Lamborghini?" And the guy's like, "Well, I have nine brothers. We we share what we have. You know, we we work on stuff together. And why wouldn't we have a Lamborghini? Because there's this pooled pooled investment, so to speak. And so there's also the place to you know two heads are better than one. So then what what is it when you have twenty? Mm-hmm. So there's that sense of of cohesion that is or synergy that was the word i was looking for where you have all these people working at the same time towards a common goal and how far you can go with that yeah no that is it's fun to think about for sure um although you know having having a place in italy would be fun too but yeah, you're right. oh, it, uh, yeah. It, is, it is fun to dream about those things and, uh, and yeah yeah go ahead dream big that's right well, with that, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Dad, for coming on the show. Uh, just a reminder for all of you guys listening that uh, hopefully we will have episodes resuming as normal. 
Uh, Christmas time is a busy one, and I will be going back to school in a couple weeks, so there may be another break for that. But as far as I know, we should should be resuming. We'll probably have some uh, more new guests on next week. Uh, if you're interested for any uh, other content that uh, we produce, we have a website at thinkingnoises.com. There's a lot of writing on there. Uh, blog post should be coming out soon. It depends on how lazy I am over break. Uh, we have merchandise also at thinkingnoises.com if you're interested. We got some cool stuff on there. I actually purchased some. Uh, we got some for Christmas and for the family, and uh, they're it's pretty cool. I I quite like it. But I also made them, so I'm a little partial. But if you are interested, <laughs> it's out there. Um, and with that, good night.